Unlimited Sports Podcast starts right now. What is up, everybody? Welcome back once again to the Weekend Sports Podcast. This episode's probably coming out on a Monday since this will be like the last episode in the rotation. But nonetheless, we'll call it an extended weekend. We're recording this on the Labor Day weekend anyway, so it works. Damn it. I don't care about the technicalities. We're talking about Jameis Winston and first round picks. Damn it. Uh, Carlos, would you like to give uh, the backstory here? Yeah. So we were talking about, um, I think the head coach and I think the, uh, the team president or owner or somebody, they mentioned this week that when Jameis came back in four weeks or what, week four or whatever, that they weren't too sure if, the, if he was going to start because they might have been already in, on a stride. They might have been playing well. It all depends on how on how the team is doing, but that they're but that they're going to do the be, they're going to do what's best for the team. So that's also you know two people saying that it's also code for hey, you might not be the starter here anymore. Exactly. Right. Or even or even you might not even have a job here anymore exactly so that's kind of that that's been the news for for the last week or so at least for tampa um and this is and this is what i why i brought it up to you guys i know they have somebody else there as a qb now i mean backing backing him up but james has been the the starting quarterback for that team the clearly the number one for that team and because of the people that they have, I'm not saying that he's the best choice out there, but from the people that they have, clearly he's the number one. But because of the off field stuff, the suspensions and whatnot, now they're looking at getting, not getting him right, not keeping him. So that go, that goes to show you that bring, you know, hiring, drafting these kids right and that have these issues offline Mm. and you're and you're sort of sort of wasting your number one pick so just just to get the first part of that out what do you think about what's going on with with james or with with hamas with james james winston hamas so what's what it appears to be is that it looks like I think it's a shoulder injury that Jameis Winston has currently. I'm trying to get the full like injury report here, uh, but at least from what I've been able to see so far, it looks like a shoulder thing. Right. Uh, more importantly, though, they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick over the offseason. That's, so that's the backup plan, right? Fitzpatrick, right. And Fitzpatrick does have that history of coming in to be the, the backup and then actually becoming the starter at some point and actually playing better than the actual starter and yada, yada, yada. So there's that that's thrown into all this, right? So so you even see online a lot of the people saying, you know, oh, you know, Jameis Winston is the next victim of the Fitzpatrick curse and that it's the, it's the same cycle with Fitzpatrick, right? He, he, he's, uh, he comes in as a backup, plays really well in relief from the starter and he steals the job. And then like two seasons later, he's kicked out of that team for not being that well. And it's it's rinse and repeat, right? So you got Jameis Winston there now in that situation. 
got him coming back from injury. He's got a hell of a lot of problems already surrounding him as is. Uh, he had problems coming out of college, if we're being completely honest. So, lot, lot being to be taken in there, right? From this though, the whole he might not have his job when he comes back, right? And it was the That's GM. Just, it was the 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 head coach of the GM that said it. Exactly. So the two most important people in that building are saying that, hey, if we're doing good, we're not necessarily inclined to go to Jameis right away, right? Right. Because if they start off, let's say 0-5 and, and then he's healthy, or no, not 0-5. Well, yeah, if they start off 0-5 yeah. and, and he's healthy, oh, yeah, well, Jameis, come in, save us, right? But if it's vice versa, where they're 5-0 and and Jameis is coming back, no, nah, we're not going to fuck up our rhythm. We're, we're winning, so we're going to stick with our guns and screw it. You know, however Jameis feels, how he feels. They have not really committed to this kid yet fully because they haven't extended him yet. He's still on the rookie deal. Yeah. And it's very important to know. So that's, I look at it and if I'm Jameis, I'm worried obviously, right? Because if I'm either getting paid by Tampa or I'm taking a pay cut to play somewhere else, right? Because if it mm -hmm. doesn't work out in Tampa, there's not gonna be a huge line of people waiting for him when he hits free agency. You know what I'm saying? Well, There's going to be teams out there, but it's not going to be multi-millions upon millions, you know? It's not going to be the Aaron Rodgers mother, right. uh, money that we were talking about. Right. So, so if I'm Jameis, I'm worried, but if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm sticking with my guns and I'm saying, yeah, no, if we're doing good and he's not ready, or and he's if we're doing good and he's ready, we're, gonna, we're just going to stick with the guy that we got. Because why are we going to kill our momentum? That's right. all they're really saying, right? If we're yeah, winning, why change up the formula? Right, right. Like after he comes back from the suspension, he's not guaranteed that spot. But I, I mean, it, that's that's like coaching I mean, one on one, right? You don't you don't sit someone down that's that's hot, right? Well, let me let me let me ask you this: If he comes back from suspension and he gets the boot, right? It's a, not suspension; it's injury. What injury? Yeah. Okay, yeah, whatever. Um, if he comes back, he gets the boot. Where do you see him going? Well, chances are he'll be there as a backup, right? Yeah. Like, at least until the rookie deal's over. Because there's really no incentive uh, for him to get cut. Maybe traded if a team really, really wants him, which is possible, right? right. Uh, you know, we saw the Saints give up a third-round pick for Teddy Bridgewater to the Saints not too long ago. So, it's always a possibility that it yeah, seems that like, oh, you're not using Jameis, we'll give you a first-rounder, and bada-bing, bada-boom, uh, Tampa is rid of him, right? Yeah, he, uh, he's still attractive that way. Yeah, so, but as far as where he goes, it's way too early to even start speculating something like that because we don't know what's going to happen. But your guess, since you watch football, it's your favorite sport. If you had to pick a team other than, than Tampa, where do you think he would land? Or where do you think he would fit in? Okay, that's a better question. So, fit-wise... I could envision a scenario, especially where, let's say it's a year, right? He rides the bench for a year. Next season comes, there's a couple teams that may come to mind now all of a sudden, right? You look at New England, if Tom Brady decides to hang it up after this year. Jameis Winston, plug and play, especially if you have Bill Belichick, and they're kind of looking for the Jimmy Garoppolo replacement since they were forced to trade him away. So that's a possible destination in that in that case scenario right even though i don't envision the patriots trading for a quarterback if tom brady's still on the roster so that's a very big what if uh you know we keep going down the line here and you can maybe see okay 
if Mitchell Trubisky is still not looking good in Chicago, do they start to panic a bit and give up a couple picks, right? Because now all of a sudden Chicago's a, a front runner, uh, at least, I don't want to say front runner of the division, but they're contending now, right? Because of the Khalil Mack trade, they paid him some big money for the net. You know, they got him locked in for six years. You know, they got guys like Jordan Howard and other guys that are stud players that the only thing they're realistically missing is a quarterback. They think they have it with Mitchell Trubisky, but if two years in a row, Mitchell's struggling, do you look to Tampa Bay as a trade partner to maybe pick up a guy like James Winston? That's another option. Uh, you look at the Chiefs. They got Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be his first year as a starter. How does that work out? If they get a little panicky, I don't think it'll happen. I think Andy Reid will probably stick with Mahomes for at least two years before they start looking elsewhere. Uh, Giants, another team, right? If Eli Manning hangs it up after this year, there's a vacancy there. But there's a lot of what ifs here because if we're being completely honest, a lot of teams in today's league have quarterbacks. Most of them pretty good. So I think we're looking at the what ifs here, right? It's okay. Well, if so-and-so retires or if so-and-so gets injured, I think that's what we're looking at here as far as fit. Uh, but I, I think, I think um, my front runner will be the chiefs just because Andy Reid likes to, he like he likes that style of quarterback. He, I likes, think. he likes to get talented quarterbacks and then say, I know how to use them. Right. Like he, just just to just to compare Winston, can you com- his his type of game play is is like Michael Vick, right? No, not quite, not quite. He's more like a like a big like a Cam Newton type of type of quarterback. Donovan Mc, like Donna, McNabb, like McNabb, like McNabb type of quarterback okay. type of thing. Yeah, but my my thing, yeah, but my thing is, do you do you pick? Like, are people still going to roll the die with people that have issues off the field? Right. And this is why, this is why I bring it up. I know he's hurt for four weeks, but this is why I bring up that, that situation. People that have issues off the field are typically people that have character issues and attitude issues. So not only are they going to have issues off the field, but then they're going to they're going to clash with their with their with their teammates and they're going to clash with their coaches. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have issues there, right? So are people going to keep waste I say wasting picks on these people that have issues off the field and that have character issues cuz James is is injured for 4 weeks. But this guy just came out and said that and he and James heard that, right? Hey, his job is not guaranteed right yeah well what is james gonna do the next four weeks he's in tampa he's not in cleveland so is he gonna be working out for four weeks or is he gonna be partying and bullshit for four weeks because he's off he's off for four weeks yeah so you have a, a young millionaire with an attitude problem off for four weeks yeah so is that guy gonna come in with in shape I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I, I'm if I'm Tampa, I'm not optimistic about how he comes back. You dig what I'm saying? Because it's not like because he's he's not in the hospital, and he's not. And like I said, he's not in Cleveland or or some fucking crazy town like that. Like that dude is in Florida, multi-millionaire, young. And and basically, you told him, hey, you got a you got a month vacation. Yeah. 
So how is that guy going to come back into camp knowing that his job is not, which, which is why I say, yeah, I see that. I see that going to the chiefs because Andy Reid likes to take those quarterbacks and like rehabilitate them and stuff like that. I agree that they, if they're in rhythm, they shouldn't, they shouldn't put him in. Right. Like they should do what, 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 uh, because the thing is, he's not that type of quarterback, right? Like if the Packers go five and zero without Rodgers, Rodgers comes back, he's going to be a starter. Right. Absolutely. Right. Because the mindset there is, oh, well, if we're five and zero without Rodgers, can you imagine what we'd be doing to these guys with, with him? Right. With Winston, it's yeah. not like that. No, but, but still they'll do, they'll do the, the, they'll go the, the Bill Belichick route, right? Like, okay, Drew Bledsoe's back, but this kid, Tom Brady, he's tearing shit up. Yeah. So we're going to keep him in here. Right. So they, they'll go that route, which I agree with. That's cool. But th- that that's my overall point with the, with the James Winston thing, right? Like that kid is not, I don't know him, man. And I don't know what he's about. And I don't know if he's be working out and, and all that other stuff, but I can tell you, dude, he's in Florida, man. And, it, and it's, it's, it's warm down here. He, <laughs> he's a millionaire. Yeah, and he got four weeks off. Like yo, and he's got that history to him. Exactly, he has exactly. That history, it's, dude. It's, it's how you said. He already has a history of attitude problems. Add to that that they already said it publicly. He's not guaranteed the spot. Someone with attitude problems isn't going to take that very well. No, like, they're not. they're going to. That's saying, something to worry about. And I keep saying he's in Florida. I say it's warm down here, but I keep saying he's in Florida because that's his home. Like that's his hometown type of thing. Like he came to to school here. And I was saying before we started recording that I felt during that draft, Marcus Mariota was the better quarterback. I felt he should have gotten number one, especially considering the year they were. Those two guys are coming off. But added to that, like you said, Tampa, Florida, that's his hometown. That's his home state. Bro. There's problems that come with that, man. So I just feel like that's another thing that should have been a red flag for Tampa. It's like, all right, well. You're out here stealing lobster legs, accused of rape, <laughs> right? And and we want to take you first overall and make you a millionaire with all that coupled to it. And at least from everything I've heard, he's not the hardest worker off the field. He's not a gym rat, so to speak. Like like Tom Brady, for example. And I, I hate to use those examples, right? Because those are the best of the best. But if you're being drafted first overall, it's with the it's with the mindset that this guy is gonna be our Tom Brady, is gonna be our Aaron Rodgers. So I'll continue to use that parallel. But like Tom Brady off the field, it he's a machine, man. He he's he's uh, he's eating right. He's got these he's got this diet in right. place. He's got a regimen. He 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 keeps himself right. Tom Brady could be missing his his legs. He could be just the torso, and he'll still be taking care of himself. And people will be like, damn, well, maybe Tom Brady in a wheelchair is still better than half of the quarterbacks in the league. With Jameis, it's like, so he's injured and being told that he might not be the starter coming back. That man's just going to say, oh, well, if I'm not going to be a starter, why the fuck am I going to try so hard? He's just going to be popping bottles in fucking Florida all goddamn uh, four weeks that he's injured, you know? Yeah. Also, also just to to give a, a bit of a credit to to Jameis. Uh, I I would also stay home if I had Giselle Bundchen at home. <laughs> so yes, Tom Brady's staying home when he's when he's hurt. Wow. Oh well, yeah. But he but that's what I'm saying, right? Tom Brady has every reason <laughs> to stay home, and he's still out there yeah. keeping his body right, 
you know, eating yeah. well and and he's and he's dedicated to his craft too, man. Yeah. That's the thing, right? I just don't see that. that, that he's, not, he's not the first yeah, guy on the training field and he's not the last to leave, essentially. If, right, if he exactly. was one of those people, they like he's the first one to show up to practice. He's a, he's working hard uh, during practice, and then he's the last one to leave. He's working on whatever you know his weaknesses are. If you have a player like that, you can kind of trust they'll come back fit. But it's just that's yeah. not how that's how this is looking. Is like it's gonna happen. No, and and he is like it's like when when uh when this kid um what was the kid that uh, that uh, one man uh, Manzel Johnny Manzel. What John he, he that dude wanted to rehab in Miami. Yeah, that guy's cool. <laughs> yeah. shit. He could have been a good, a good quarterback. He, wanted, he wanted to rehab in Miami. Like that. This is the worst place to rehab at. Yeah, man. Right. <laughs> and we said this. And we well, said the only, this rehab, the only rehab he went to was fucking doing you drugs. Can, you can't. Can, again and again and again. He went to the Fountain Blue. Yeah, dude. Got up yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we say that to everybody that that we that we meet, right? Like we're from you here. You rehabbing so. down at fucking uh, <laughs> at fucking uh, Tootsie's. <laughs> yeah. Like we we say, you know, we're from here, so we know how to manage this, right? And, yeah. and we grew up with it, so we know everything. Like it's 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 not new to us. Exactly. But if you get somebody that's that's this is new to them, and then you give them millions of dollars. Bro, this place, the thing, this place will ruin you, bro. It's fucking dangerous. So, so for that is. guy, for, for that guy to be a multimillionaire, to be at home, like per se, right, where he went to school, same school, so he's in the same place where he was, but now he has money. Yeah, like I don't, I, dude, I just, it's, I, it's, it's, it's scary, it's, man. It's, it's scary. dangerous. It's dangerous, man. It's dangerous. And it's not like we're hearing anything that would make anyone optimistic about Jameis Winston coming back, right? Because like sometimes you'll hear about a guy, even if it's a fucking terrible injury, like a torn ACL, you hear, oh well, he's he feels like he's the best shape of his life. He's ready to come back stronger. With Jameis, just like yeah, he's hurt for the next four weeks, right? And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so there's no confidence being instilled in Tampa Bay to really do anything, especially if they're winning. Right. Which that's the thing, right? At the end of the day, it's not like they came out and said, oh, Jameis Winston, your job's not guaranteed. They said, well, shit, if we winning, your ass on the bench. Yeah. That's all and it the, is. And the thing with the thing with Fitzpatrick, here's a crazy thing. He's the opposite of Jameis, right? Like yeah. Fitzpatrick is what he's going to do is that he's going to do everything the coach tells him. Mm-hmm. If if that leads to a touchdown or it leads to an interception, he's like, "This is what you told me to do." Yep, and that's what he's gonna do. And then the coaches are happy because they're like, "Hey, he does everything we tell him to do." He's not gonna he's not gonna win you a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but no, but he's going to do. He's he can not, get you to ten and six, though, right? But he's not gonna piss you off. He'll get you to the playoffs and he won't piss you off. So every coach likes that. That's why they're gonna give him the starting job, but. You know, with James, I don't know, man. Let me ask you this then, right? Because with that out there, right? We agree that Fitzpatrick ain't going to win anybody a Super Bowl, not especially not Tampa Bay. Right, right. You know, so is potentially 10 and 6 with Ryan Fitzpatrick better than, let's say, 8 and 8 with James Winston? No. I don't think so because right? be, I don't think so because because Jameis has the upside. Jameis can develop right. a, into a Super Bowl quarterback. 
right. if he didn't have the the issues and and everything else right like if, if you're just looking at you know just talent he could mm-hmm. develop into that right because he's still young so he's yeah. he still has room to grow where with ryan you have what you have ryan can win a super bowl if he has the baltimore ravens behind him if he has that 2000 defense yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Like if he because you can win with a Trent Dilfer, right? Because you, you can win defense. with Trent Dilfer, so you can win with Ryan like that. If 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 I I firmly believe that if Ryan would have been in the Jets team of of uh, of Rex Ryan, they would have won the Super yeah. Bowl. They would have gone to the Super Bowl. And they would have won. Yeah, because let me tell you, on paper, man, that team had pieces. That there. team had pieces. I mean, yeah. you know, Mark Sanchez wasn't going to get you there, but I think uh, Fitzpatrick would, would get you there. But but they needed that defense, right? They needed the the type of defense that was like not touchdowns. They weren't allowing first downs. Yeah, but which... you know what I mean. But oh my God, but but with Ryan you have a cap that what you could do with ryan and what the tampa bay could do with ryan is develop the rest of the players and develop their system and their scheme and say hey keep us keep us here keep us playing and keep us winning and and and, w- and we'll get there but with Jameis, you it's you know it's a co- it's a coin toss you can you yeah. can lose some games and frustrate everyone and everyone wants to leave or you can win games and start developing people and then and then make it big. But you know, that's that's because that's the thing, right? Because Ryan Fitzpatrick is a bridge. So if you roll with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think you then do have to move on from Winston and look for the future almost immediately. It'd have to be quickly where you're doing that and cause I don't think I don't think you can run with Fitzpatrick this year and then next year when Fitzpatrick leaves or starts underperforming or whatever, go back to Winston because then all that's doing is it's breeding mediocrity. And the, and and, and the problem with Fitzpatrick too is that he'll get you to the playoffs, which means you're probably low on that draft on that draft pick. Yeah, exactly. So you're not gonna which, you're, you're not gonna Which means you're not gonna be able to really find that quarterback of the future in the right. draft. So you're not gonna really rebuild through the draft because Fitzpatrick is gonna keep you in the mediocre world. Yeah. So there's nothing worse in any sport than middle of the pack. Right. Because if when you're not good enough to be Super Bowl contender and you're not bad enough to be top five picks in the draft, you're in purgatory. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. You, you you never make it. So that's 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 what that that's why I wanted I wanted to bring it up. Absolutely. Quick question though, off uh off topic from uh, Winston, who do you guys think is gonna have the best um the the quarterback that's gonna have the best year this year in the NFL? Oh, Aaron Rodgers, no 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 doubt. He's in my team. <laughs> okay. He's in my fantasy team. You're saying that wise? I mean, other uh, from other besides you know. Besides, besides Tom Brady, besides that the top we three. Know, besides the top three, right? The who do you think is going to be that? I know there's some, there's some, there's some, uh, some rookie quarterbacks now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Who do you think out of all the rookie quarterbacks? I know Baker Mayfield. You're high on him, Danny. Do you, what? What are your expectations for him this season? He said it like it was, was a drug. That was. Then he got traded. Then he got traded to fucking hell on earth. Here's the thing, man. I, I, Baker has potential with the right coach and the right system. The problem is he's in the wrong system with the wrong coach. I just, 
I'm just being honest that I don't think Todd Haley's gonna do a good job with uh with Baker Mayfield, and I don't think Cleveland is gonna have a good season with Baker Mayfield. Couple that along with the fact that Terod Taylor is the starter. So expectations for Mayfield are absolute zero. Uh we look at some of the other first round quarterbacks, and I'm sticking specifically with first round because I don't want to get too deep into this. At the end of the first round, we had Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson will probably start halfway through this season when Baltimore wakes the fuck up and says Flacco is an average quarterback and they want to move on with the future. Because I just think you're not going to win a Super Bowl with that team. So you might as well start looking to the future and just get rid of Flacco at the end of this year. I think the quarterback out of this rookie class that probably has the highest highest likelihood of succeeding this year as much as i don't want to say it because this guy's in the dolphins division and dolphins on my team i think sam darnold set up for some decent success they got rid of teddy bridgewater brought in a third round pick with with that trade so the jets appear to be all in on sam darnold and he has decent weapons it's not it's not terrible uh, I think Josh Allen's going to struggle. I'm still not 100% sure that he's starting. Uh, and I think Josh Rosen is also riding the bench this year behind uh, Sam Bradford. So if we're looking at just stat-wise, I think Sam Darnold would probably be the quarterback to look out for uh, as far as rookie QBs go. Uh, one more question to close this out. If you guys I think Really mind. quick, I'll tell you, okay. I'll tell you this. Okay. Uh, from the quarterbacks that are not rookie quarterbacks, uh, but that are not the top three. I think that the one that's going to have the biggest year is going to be uh, Case Keenum in Denver. Because I think that that team will fit him well. That offense is going to fit him well. And he has some weapons there. And I think it'll be a surprise, right? Like he didn't really have weapons in Minnesota. Um, even though even though he wasn't like gunslinging either, but I think in Denver it might be a surprise when you see him up there and you see him and you see him throwing some balls around. Okay, we'll put it this way, right? With uh, with Case Keenum, yeah. If you consider Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs <laughs> legit ones and twos, right? Then Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are fucking gods, right? This guy, right? Like, like. If you made Adam Thielen, I think you're gonna make these guys look even better. Yeah. So I think that with these weapons, I think he's he's poised to to have a big year. And that defense, I'm I'm liking them. Yeah. I think I think that. So I think they're I game. think they're a, they're a, they're a surprise team. Not not a surprise. My team. my, my sleeper quarterback. Uh, to be honest, I'm looking forward to see Deshaun Watson come back from injury. I want to see how he how he responds. Because it's kind of like what we were talking about, right? Has he been partying mm-hmm. all this time off, or has he been, has he been working? Work? Yeah, so we're gonna see. Yeah, uh, Eric, you had a final question to close out with. Final question: Which team has a goes to the Super Bowl this year? Oh, oh, well, we did a whole episode. You can that. listen to the last episode of. Uh... <laughs> all right, well, sorry then. Fuck me. <laughs> it's so, the Browns. Fuck my question. Anyways, dude. guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. As always, uh, we will be back uh, next week. Uh, we drop episodes Friday through Mondays, as you already know. We encourage you to check out everything else we got on the channel. It's a, I think we've put together a very nice 
dope channel. So we advise you to check it out. We got links to everything in the podcast description found down below. As always, we'll be catching guys next time. Luis Ronaldo did his score again. I, I know. <laughs> I, I fucking know. Thank you for that. I just want to. I just want to sign off with that. Luis Ronaldo did his score again. Know, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs>